Marcus Burnett here with Brandon Clay. Verbal backdrop definitely appropriate <laughs> as we dive into the University of Georgia women's basketball program. Uh, Brandon, your thoughts on your upcoming visit to this campus? I love this song, man. I'm just going to take it in for a second. <laughs> no, seriously, you know, you, you talk about Georgia and you have to talk about Andy Landers. You know, he himself is an institution. I'm sure he would not want me to, to say that, you know, as humble as, as he is. He's awesome. But, you know, he has. You know, he has literally built that program from ground up, you know, with the help of all the players and the coaches that have come through the program. But from, from day one, it's been him. You know, he, he's been the guy, you know, Saudi Roundtree and Teresa Edwards and, and Nikisha Fred. You look at the success that the program has had, and, and even up until last year, three points or well, four points away, a three-point loss away from being in the Final Four, then you produce two players that make WNBA rosters and a third in Anne-Marie Armstrong, who, you know, played for, you know, the beginning of the season with the Atlanta Dream. And it just speaks volumes to what he's been able to do with this program over the course of, of his time there in, in Athens. He's done a heck of a job. Now, with uh, Coach Andy Landers, his assistant coaching staff, uh, definitely playing their role there. You know, give us your synopsis of what they've helped bring to the table for this program. Well, they've got a lot of really cool pieces, uh, you know, in terms of the people that they have. You know, we'll start with, you know, with Angie Johnson, you know, who actually came from Florida State. You know, one of the nicest people that I have met, you know, in, in my 12 years now in, in doing this. And, you know, works her behind off on the recruiting trail. You know, Robert Mosley is the same way. You know, I remember Mosley when he was a high school coach. He was actually Kenesha Owens' high school coach who was a top ten kid in the country, um, you know, some years back. And he's really busted his behind now, was on the staff at Alabama and then came over to Georgia, you know, a couple of years ago. And same thing goes for him, just a, a first-class guy. And bust his behind out on the recruiting trail. And, and then that's headed up by associate head coach Joni Crenshaw, who I've known now since she was at Troy. We were both kind of cutting our teeth about the same time getting into this thing. And she's as well-versed on, on both prospects and then just the development of kids that they already have in the program. I think in a lot of ways now we spend so much time as a community focused on the recruiting aspect. The kids who are currently there can get lost, and, and they've done a really good job in Athens of continuing to develop some of those players who are already there on the roster. You look at how quickly – uh, Tierra Griffin, and then Shakobia Barbie, who started almost the entire season. Uh, you know, both of them were freshmen last year. So for them to get that type of production from those kids, you know, they started alongside with the three kids that I mentioned that graduated out in James Hassel and Armstrong. They've done a really good job across the board, the whole staff included. Let's talk about that roster uh, and their outlook going into the current season. Well, like I said, they lost a lot. Um, you know, but they, they've still got a lot. You know, it's the cool thing about, you know, what they've done at, at Georgia. They just kind of replace pieces. And Kalita Miller will be looked upon to lead this year. You know, a senior at the guard spot. You know, we talked about Tierra Griffin, who is instant offense. That was an EBA All-American a couple of years back, our elite basketball academy. And for good reason. She's out of Mississippi, can just flat out get a basket when you need it. And then Shakobia Barbie, who's just tough as nails. Uh, I thought she had a great year, played like a veteran. You know, was in a rookie year going to a sophomore, but she definitely, definitely played great last year. They'll need that plus some from her this year. Uh, Merritt Hempy got quality minutes from them. She's a sophomore. Marjorie Butler, sophomore point guard. You know, they'll be looking for her to come off and play some more minutes. 
you know, she's been recovering from a knee injury. She suffered her last year in high school, just trying to get back, always in great shape, but trying to get back laterally to where she was. And there is a lot, a lot of talent on this roster when you start to mention those kids. Patrick Roberts, the transfer from Syracuse, another elite 100 caliber kid in the 2012 class, now on the roster. Sydney McCaskill, a freshman. Erica Ford, a do-it-all kid, another EBA All-American, a junior already. Man, where does time go? I was just talking with our high school coach, Eric Herrick, about it the other day. So a lot of talent, a lot of pieces. Some kids are going to play some different roles and step up here pretty early, provide that scoring punch that Hassel, James, and Armstrong are leaving behind. So you touched on the history uh, with Coach Landers in this program. Uh, you know, Teresa Edwards, when I first moved down to Atlanta, she was still giving buckets uh, <laughs> against guys playing pickup ball. Uh, you talk about the current state of affairs and, and the weapons they have in place. But summarize the the, uh, the outlook moving forward as far as the recruiting landscape, some of the dynamics going on in-state, and just that old process overall. Well, they've done a really good job of kind of getting ahead in the 14 class. Right now, you know, as of press time, so to speak, they are sitting with the number 11 class, uh, according to Prospects Nation, in 2014, headlined by two in-state kids in Nishima, Oliver and Mackenzie Ingram, who will give them some size going forward. Oliver, a center, Ingram, a four-player and then Jasmine Carter bringing them some athleticism at the two-guard spot. So you talk about depth, and they did that in the 2012 class, I thought, really well. And I said that, and, and it turns out that it's worked out for them. Two of those kids were able to start last year on an Elite Eight team in Griffin and in Barbie. And then you had Hempy also be able to give them quality minutes. Marjorie Butler hopefully pans, you know, in terms of her knee being able to get right. She's going to always understand exactly what's going on Great kid comes back and works all of our camps. So they really did a good job. And this class is mirroring that class in terms of giving them that quality depth with top 150 caliber kids. So they've done a really good job. And credit once again to Robert, Angie, Joni for setting the table for Coach to come in and close it on those visits. And you'll take your trip down to Athens uh, on November 17th as they'll take on Ohio State uh, there for a home game. You know, what are some of the elements you're looking, uh, you're most excited about taking in there on campus? I've had the chance to get up there, you know, at least once a year now, really since kind of the inception of, of Peach State basketball back in 2004. And to see the culture changing back to, to where it was when I was first getting there, uh, you know, the fan base is really excited coming off of a great season. Like I said, literally four points away from a trip to the Final Four and quality returning pieces. You know, when it gets thick and those fans get rowdy in there, it's as loud a place as, as any in the country. I remember vividly a matchup with Ashley Outs and, you know, that group of Georgia Bulldogs playing against Tennessee at home. And Shannon Bobbitt was on that team. Candace Parker was on that team. And just the atmosphere was, was special. And they've gotten it back to where those fans are every bit as excited about Georgia basketball as they were then, which is great. And once again, speaks volumes to the work that that staff has done and that the roster has done. So that's what I'll be looking for as they play, you know, an Ohio State team featuring first-year head coach Kevin McGuff. You know, can they continue to bring that same type of production as they brought last year when they advanced all the way to the Elite Eight. Thanks for joining us here on this Prospects Nation podcast. Uh, you can definitely follow Brandon at Brandon Clay PSB to stay apprised of the different updates while he's there on campus in Athens. We'll catch you back here next time.